in the darkest corners of the podcast dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast. With Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan Welcome to another goddamn horror podcast. I am uh, one of your hosts. I am Ryan Danley coming to you from um, a beautiful, clear, sunny morning uh, as otherwise rainy week in in fall driven or it actually hasn't been that rainy. It's been kind of off and on. Just, uh, but when it rains, it like matters. It rains here. So, but no, I can look out the window right now and see some uh, blue skies um, peeking out behind some clouds. And uh, you know, uh, we get a proper fall here. It's, it's, it's really beautiful, but it's nice. I don't have to water my garden anymore. I don't have to do any of that stuff. And uh, you know, um, as we watch everything uh, crinkle away into uh uh, Portland, which looks like the legend of Sleepy Hollow, um, mostly. I live in in North Portland in St. John's, uh, which is um, um, where they filmed uh, Grim. All those Grim shots are actually technically oh, in yeah. St. John's. Yeah, and um, doesn't that totally make sense, Jonas? Like, uh, yeah, dude, totally makes sense. Um, they, I think they just cut out all the the meth heads. Um, you know, I and like they were able to shoot around them, you know what I mean? I think Did they not some... dress them up as fairy monsters or whatever. I didn't watch the show. um you know the thing about the thing about Graham is in the in the buffy ripoff series i saw i saw the first two episodes i know that and i really dug it and then just sort of stopped and that was a long time ago and there's like 10 seasons or something yeah it's um like if i compare it to like the other buffy ripoff which is you know um supernatural I, I think Grimm is better. I, I know that that's like sacrilege that people love Supernatural, but Supernatural is like if the guys at Maxim made a Buffy. Right. It doesn't yeah. have the Buffy feel. It doesn't it have did. the vibe. It doesn't have it, and like every week, it's like they show up and they kind of like womanize some like women are all to be helped and to be like like listen. Yeah. I've watched a ton of Supernatural, and it's like it's as a horror fan, I I cannot dig too deep on it, but like like. I how many seasons is it? 15, 15, 17? It's a even, lot, yeah. It's it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, actually, I'll look it up. But it's um, um, it, I I don't know. Did you watch Supernatural, Jonas? Um, hold on. I did. Oh. Um, dude, I did. And here's the thing. <clears throat> it was fine. Um, but it definitely was not. I don't know. It was one of those shows that I watched, like I sat down and I watched it for a while uh, when I was still smoking weed and I would get high and I would watch it and it would be enjoyable. But then I would watch it when I wasn't high and I was like, I don't like this show. Anymore. Right. <laughs> I just would not. It was just like, it's like now that I'm watching this with sober eyes, this show's kind of shitty. <laughs> like, and it was more just because of the way they treated the characters and stuff. I was like, this, this show doesn't feel like it's, it, it feels like a, it feels like a great value version of like the Buffy story, right? Like just like yeah, it kind of was catered to it's, a crowd that I didn't. It's the dude's version, about. and it's not as exciting, honestly. Yeah, it's there's not as much you can do with it. Um, the, the closest... but it's like the but it's like the worst dude's version. It's like the dudes that think that fireball. <laughs> like Ryan, Ryan said, like Maxim. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like it is... it is like Maxim, but it's like 
It's like the Maxim dudes that write the Maxim version of the Cosmopolitan articles, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, you want to drive your woman crazy? Touch her clearance, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, the closest dudes. I ever found to uh, something similar to Buffy, because there's really nothing, but uh, the first season, because that's all I saw, but uh, Winona Earp, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that uh, a lot. Yeah, um, my daughter actually really likes that and said it was. It's good. It, it was good and kind of Buffy-ish, and yeah, you know, it's it's any of those that you're just kind of looking for, like a uh, you know a, you know it's not that Buffy invented demon fighting, but the whole like perfected it, it perfected it. But like Grim, Grim is like straight up on the Buffy fucking like. Uh, um, I should get into that. I bet uh, I like on, on, on the foundation. Um, um, there isn't a whole lot of character development in Grimm, you know what I mean? And I think that's... But it's got that play. one dude that we, he's a wolf, I think, in it or something. Um, yeah, he, he uh, Monroe. Yeah, he does a good job. That and, dude's uh, great. He's in a bunch of stuff, that, and I yeah. always love him. If, if, I should try to get him on the show. Um, For I'll, real. I'll, I'll look into that. Um, but, you know, those guys all, you know, lived and were around Portland and everybody was really great. And they filmed it all in St. John's because St. John's is like kind of terrifying um it's like one of the reasons like i moved up here like if anybody hasn't looked at what the saint john's bridge looks like um it's a uh um it's kind of like um how would you describe the saint john's bridge jonas um a very suicidal bridge (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of what it is um no i don't know that's to be honest with you i probably haven't been there back there early or like recent enough to really give it a solid explanation it's a, I it's mean, I, li- of, I love St. John's, but the bridge itself, I remember, is kind of terrifying, actually. Yeah, it's like it's got like gothic peaks on it, and it's cool because it's like Bianchi green, kind of like that bluish green, like celestial green, which is like one of my favorite colors, and uh, um, it's it's really cool, and uh, you know, it's it's featured in Grimm a lot. So you know, I, I you know I like Grimm. It's like you know, it, it has its problems, and. Uh, the acting can be a little wooden in it, but the guy plays one rose, right? Um, but otherwise, it's um, it's uh, you know a guy who's who's who has like this like random ability to see creatures that other people can't see. And um, Gr- Grim gave Grim gave a lot of my friends a lot of work, so I'm always going to be pro Grim, right? Uh, in that sense, because like I said, living in Portland at the time, Grim was like the fucking show that people were getting work on in that right. town whether it was extras or featured extras or whatever the case may be but yeah they they were casting for that all the time and uh the casting director that um did it simon he was he's great he's a great dude um but yeah so i'll always be program it was really funny that we were talking about like buffy adjacent stuff because that brought back memories of angel and like I, dude i don't like david boreanaz in anything he does I just realized that as I was thinking about it, I was like, I'm not, I'm not a Boreanaz fan. Like I'm not. See, I'm pro, I'm pro, I'm pro Boreanaz. So yeah, especially in Angel. Once Angel hit and he started doing like kind of funny stuff, it was weird and great. Yeah. I'm pro, I'm pro him. His acting somehow makes me want to pull my skin off. I don't know what it is, (laughs) but like, but him as a person, I've always heard he's dope. And I've always like, and he actually added a lot to like Buffy and Angel in the series and all that. Um, but yeah, I just I was as I was thinking about it as we were bringing it up, I was like, oh fuck, that's why I didn't watch those shows. 
That was why. I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying. He's, it's probably, uh, he as an actor might be a lot of the reason that Angel is never like in my top five favorite characters from either yeah. show. But, um, but I think he's he, just yeah, an acquired I'm a big fan taste. of, yeah. I think he's just an acquired taste as a tie, as his type of acting is really all it is. And it just happens to not be my jam. But I will say this, I, after seeing all those shows and everything, I don't think anybody else can play that part but him. Like he, he definitely embodied that part. Angel, like Angel, really was one of those shows that I wanted to love more than I did. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know why. Give it another shot. It's I, super good. Yeah, you know, honestly, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I might like it now. I, the, the, I really might. The bad seasons of Angel are really bad, but the good seasons are fucking great. Um, as good as Buffy. Uh, yeah, I think season five, the final season of Angel, is fucking really, really, really good. And they yeah. really kind of, they really, and it's the season that takes place after Buffy ended. So, and Buffy ended on season seven, and there was a season of Angel afterwards. And um, it's, uh, I, I think that, I think that they, I think that they nailed what Buffy was good. Well, it's cool because Spike is on it, and you know what I mean? And yeah. We, and if we could get James Marsters on this show, that would be like, we might as well just quit after that. That guy is, you know, I don't mean, I don't know. That guy is, <laughs> honestly, like I met him at a Comic-Con once. I brought uh, the kids through and, uh, and uh, um, my kid Zelda had uh, cosplayed as Spike before. And um, we're just big Spike fans around the house. And uh, you kind of have to be. And uh, we met him at Comic-Con and he was like as genuinely nice as a, like not even just as a celebrity but as a human as I've come across and so like I'm kind of a big uh, Marsters fan in general just because like he was like talking to me about how lucky I was to have such a cool family and like and how how funny it was and I showed him a picture of uh, Zelda cosplaying as Spike and he laughed and, and he was uh, he was also like at Comic-Con there's like you can kind of break you can kind of break uh, people down into two categories the ones that will take selfies for you it's actually three categories the ones that won't take selfies with you, the ones that will charge you for a selfie, and the people that are like, "Fuck yeah, let's do a selfie!" Like, what do you, what are, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, you want to take a picture with me? And like, and he was in the like, "Oh yeah, let's go take a picture." You guys are fans of mine. Let's go do that. And no disrespect to those other Comic Con people. That's how those people make their, their money, and that's fine. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're touring around, you're going from city to city and stuff like that, and you know. And if you want, particularly at the bigger cons, like if you go to like Emerald City in Seattle or whatever, like if everybody wanted to take a selfie, the line would never move. You know what I mean? So it's like, I get it. But to have, but, but, but when they are excited about it, it's, it's really cool. Like it makes you feel kind of like special and that they're, they're about it. Um, um, and then there's my famous, uh, the best, uh, the best selfie story I have from a Comic-Con is, is at Emerald City where Marilyn, my daughter was uh, cosplaying as 11 and we met when met Billy Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown and everybody was like, no selfies, no selfies, no selfies. And we get up to the front and Millie Bobby Brown asked Marilyn to have, if she could have a selfie with her. Oh, that's a great story. And I then post that. and then posted that to Millie Bobby Brown's Instagram, which was mm -hmm. like it was and it's funny because Marilyn. Um, is cool as hell and uh not even just as like her dad but just like if i no it's her, true like, i met her yeah she's uh yeah you did meet her and um and she's super she's just super cool and um and she was uh 
She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because Billy Bob runs, like, can I get a selfie with you? And Marilyn Lake's like, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, totally. Like, all, like, chill, like, in the moment. And then looked at me, and her eyes were big as saucers. I'm like, get yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you only get really a few times in life to shine as a parent. Like, really fucking shine. You know what I mean? And, like... <laughs> And I'm like, I brought you to this moment. I, <laughs> I, I, I fucking made this happen. <laughs> I made this. Happen. I drove. <laughs> I'm the fucking dad. I bought that ticket. Um, but no, but um, it was it was awesome, and that's uh, you know one of those, uh, you know, you know, one of those great moments, and um, um, one of one of my favorite times. So shout out to Millie if you're listening. You're uh, you're the best. Um, but no, James Marsters also a fucking really good person, and. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you that almost everybody I've met in that in those worlds are actually usually really cool. Not even just because you're like giving them giving them money, but um, it's uh, you can you can tell. You know what I mean? Uh, Robert England, though, I will say, interesting dude. <clears throat> not not bad or anything like that, but like when the, I, I got him as a to meet him as a birthday gift uh, from the family, and uh, um, he's exactly how you think. He like kind Robert of talked. England? Yeah, he talks like this. He's like, I, he says, he says to the kids, "Are you guys into comic books and like all this stuff?" And I'm like, "What the fuck is the matter with you, dude? Like, like just, just be like." Actually, you know. I love that though. Like, I, yeah, I, no, love I, that I, he, I love that he's a creepy old man, but like in a horror movie sense, yeah. like not, like not even an unsafe way in any way. Just like, no. all right, you're a cre- you're a creepy old horror dude. Like, I know he's like he's like the creepy old guy who owns the uh, the theater on the edge of town. Do you guys want to see it? You know what I mean? Like, he's just he just is naturally that guy. Like, I, I just don't think that Freddy Krueger was a big jump for him. You know what I mean? I think that that's for like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Why he was so built as a character. Why know? do I feel like Bill Mosley would be that same way if I met him? Like, yeah, I feel like okay. Bill Mosley is probably going to be like, oh, shit, you're crop top for real. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, you know who's uh, really cool is uh, what's his name? God, um, from Walking Dead and from Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, um, Merle and Walking Dead. Oh, God, what is his name? God, I'm failing oh. at being I'm failing at being a horror. Shit. He was in horror. Mallrats. Yeah, he's. Uh, anyways, he's also like like he's also really one of the. I'd love to have him on the show too. He's going to be like, why didn't you remember my name? Um, but he, uh, <laughs> um, but he is. Uh, um, like just like one of those uh, um, actors that just really um, gives you. He was, the... was Yan Du. I know his fucking dumb character name. It is Michael Rooker. And <laughs> Michael, Rooker. Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah, yeah. Michael Rooker. And it's like I, I gotta tell you guys, this is weird. It's like weird getting old. Like if you would have asked me like twenty years ago, like I would have like rattled off these people's names. Like it was like like my fucking job. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, oh God, where's like everything, my, my brain is shadows. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> it's like, I was just concerned that I was, oh, go. I knew it was Michael Rucker the whole time. I just wanted you guys to sit in that. Oh, uh, thanks. thanks. <laughs> thank, 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 I don't thanks, buy Jim. it. Yeah. No, as soon as you said Mallrats, it was like everybody, everybody's seen his butt. Everybody's seen his ass. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Um, no, that's comforting to know because I thought I couldn't retain that knowledge because of all the weed I smoked. But it's just age. That would be an, so that would be an okay excuse, though. Weed would be a good excuse. Well, no, so, age is, is you can't help that. So that's a good excuse, too. I have <laughs> I have like a series of concussions from my 20s because I have a big mouth. And, you know, so I am. Um, um, 
um, somehow the size of my mouth has equaled the amount of concussions I've had. And uh, so, <laughs> so, so sometimes there's like a little room in the back that information I know lives. And um, um, hey, Jonas, when, when you write a joke, um, do you ever just like forget it immediately? Like in your brain? Dude. I, yeah don't remind me of that yes yeah. <laughs> dude, it's the worst i'll write it and then i'll be like dude that joke was great why is it gone like, right exactly Sometimes i do the same just, thing with lyrics non-stop every day it's yeah. fucked it's totally fucked um i think um it's just like one of those things like i'll just like think of it and i'll um and i'll be like okay cool that's a great premise and there's this like part of my brain that will say like, dude, oh, you'll totally remember this. Like, this is so like obvious. <laughs> you'll totally remember it. And then like, I'll reach to grab my phone because I just like have like a like a, a Google Doc that's just like like pieces of jokes or it's just like my joke. Like sometimes it's just a funny premise or like a funny word that I like. I really like the word rummage, you know. And um, like you know, it's just like a word mm-hmm. like that. Like the um and the like you know like and or sometimes it's an entire joke. Like I sat down and write my entire like English England taking us back joke, just like one time, just like wrote it all down. Um, sometimes, like in between me grabbing the phone and me thinking of the joke, I will forget the joke, and and it's and it's a really, um, um, it's a really, uh, it's a it's scary. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, it, it's scary. Um, I always, I, it always happens to me when I'm walking, because uh, right. I I walk a lot and and I never. I never want to stop and take my phone out to write anything down. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, like, I'll just remember when I get to the place that I'm going. And then it, I forget. I, I actually it's the worst it. realization too. It's the worst realization to get to where you're going and be like, fuck, I forgot it like five minutes ago. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I, I, got, I actually got a bone to pick with you about your walking, uh, Graham. Um, um, it, we, um, when I first met you the first time and we were like walking back to your house down Flatbush Avenue, like you walk mm-hmm. way too fast for a fat West coaster. I'm just, I'm just going to just like, <laughs> you like you fucking hoof it, dude. Like you were like moving down Flatbush Avenue. Like it was like, you were like on a fucking mission. And like, I'm a, like a fat guy from the West coast. We mosey out here at best. We kind of like, just gotta remind me to mosey. I'm good at moseying. <laughs> yes. I just, um, I, cause I've been here 10 years, man. Like once I get outside, I just want to get where I'm going, you know? <laughs> like, I, dude, like, I have to ask, has there ever been a more appropriate beginning to a fat take than I have a bone <laughs> to pick with you? About <laughs> <that>? <laughs> like, that is the most, that is the most. You do it too fast. <laughs> yeah, that's, I swear to God, that sentence was obese. Okay, <laughs> like, did you get that? I have a bone to pick with you about walking, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, like, like, and it was like humid there. Like the temperatures, yeah. the, the, the temperatures in New York are fat phobic in general. You know, they're like, it's humid. It's just like, it's just hot enough to like, kind of just annoy you and stuff like that. And then, then like, also like I'm in a new place and I got to tell you, like, there's nowhere in Portland that's like Flatbush. There are no, like, there are no, like, Caribbean people sitting on speakers listening to music anywhere in Portland. 
I'm, tell, I'm telling you, like, I will guarantee there's you, no Caribbean I, people in Portland. Right, but I, right, that's what I'm, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole lot of reasons this isn't happening. But like, I will guarantee you, I will put my life on the line right now if somebody can take me and send me a picture of anywhere in the Portland area where like some dude from Trinidad is like sitting on a fucking giant speaker, like jamming some tunes. I fucking love it. I, I fucking love Flatbush and it's still like legit and it was fucking great to be there. And I loved it. So like, I'm walking around checking out people like cooking on the fucking sidewalk and shit like that. I'm like, God, I just yeah. fucking, I'm just going to move in here. I'm going to get my own speaker. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> and, and sit down here and, um, it was funny because like on the corner, like there were some other dudes like playing like nineties alt rock, like uh, some REM I heard and some shit like that. I was like fucking like like this is this is like this is like my favorite place. But like if I stopped and checked out at all, like Graham was gone. Graham <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. But you were just like gone. I was like, fuck man, like I like I like I just it's a lot no, of I know. Yeah, dude, it's because he walks slow down sometimes. It's because he walks dogs and shit, dude. If no, you I walk can't. dogs, like walking dogs, they fucking dogs will make you walk fast, like a yeah. thousand percent. They will. No, and I'm going to walk a dog right after this. I, I I have a I have a giant dog, and he walks as slow as I do. So um... <laughs> that's because you have a fat dog. Okay, that's why. <laughs> He's You're a, not the same. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, love you, Graham. Had a great time. You were fucking amazing. Fucking hanging out your place and everything. Was I but can't wait till you live out here. Yeah. And then then you, when I, I, your yeah. speed will slowly pick up, too, the longer I know. you're here. I told Jonas about it. I've been here for nine years, and Graham just lied to your face. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I like looking at shit. I like eating. I like I like taking my I will I will happily leave 10 minutes early just to fucking take my time. That's just kind of how I am. Um, um this hence the the long intro to this uh, to this show. Uh, fans if you're still with us. Um, we um we we had a great uh, guest uh, lined up this week. We had the amazing um uh, Jason Hawkins up uh, this week, and uh, um, we're really excited to um, um, uh, reschedule with him. Uh, some, some things didn't work out, um, and so that that happens in this game. Um, normally, we have our shows out on Thursday or Friday. Um, we try to get them out on Thursday, but uh, this week we decided since uh, it didn't work out with Jason. Um, and real quick about Jason, he's got a bunch of cool movies coming up. Um, he's got like he's got three movies in post right now. He's got a whole thing coming out next week, um, or next uh, for, uh, a whole thing coming out next year. He's starting a series. He's really a great up and comer. Uh, he's a fellow uh, Portland person, and we're really excited to have him out. Um, in the meantime, we're going to have him back on soon. I, I'm going to strongly recommend go watching the the Blair Witch Legacy. It's on YouTube, yeah. and and he put that together. And um, we are, I mean, we're all huge fans of that. And uh, and Jason Urat, uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Um, thank you for uh, um, for for um, for uh, being um, you know a, a player in this. And uh, we're really excited to have him on. And uh, and we're going to see a lot of great things from him coming in the future. So um, uh, please uh, go check out uh, Jason Hawkins' work. Uh, you can find it all all, all over the place. Um, um, so instead of just like doing like this and stuff like that, we decided that this week um, we're going to do a review of um, uh, the movie of the year, basically like a gigantic release. Uh, I, I, you know, it's uh, and that definitely is, the uh, month. 
the, the month, yeah. Um, and that is uh, the Squeakquel 3. Um, Alvin, no, I don't think. Um, <laughs> dude, the Squeakquel is such a fucking... Whoever came up with that, bravo. The yeah, writer who was like, really you know, we're, we're going to call this the... We're going to call this the Squeakquel. Like, so many like, failed, like, like uh, uh, sequel names, right. you know, across the board. They're usually not good when they try to, like, make them fun by putting, like, a two in it or something. Or a T-O-O, but like that's a great one. Absolutely. Actually, you know what? I'm going to back off of what we're talking about right now for just two seconds, guys. Okay, just two seconds. Yeah. Is that cool? Are you guys good with that? Yeah, I want to yeah. actually, I want to, before we move forward, I um, um, we've been having like a really great, uh, you know, coming across fans everywhere lately. And that has been a um, really, really great. We're hearing from lots of great people, uh, like bona fide fans that we don't know. Uh, the, the podcast is growing uh, really um, fantastically. And I just want to say that I very, very much appreciate um, all the support. And and when we start to see those listens line up, like within hours of, of dropping it, and we know that people are subscribing, we, we so much uh, appreciate it. We'll, we have a Patreon coming up soon. Um, so keep a lookout for that. We'll have like a lot of really cool, like extra specials and um, some great um, 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 promotional merchandise, merchant merchandising, merch, merch uh, options and things like that. We really want to be able to uh, spread the word. So we thank you. Um, you know, I got a um, uh, New Zealand. You're still killing it, but boy, we got a lot of great listeners in the UK. We got, we got, uh, uh, we got a lot Let me of hear it. Um, England, Wales, Scotland, killing it. Um, um, who went up? Who went up? You know, who's gone up and we owe them an apology. We owe an apology. We were all really hard on Canada. I'm sorry. We were hard on Canada. I was not. I always believed in Canada. <laughs> like, I just like, I was like hard on Canada. And like, I love Canada. You know what I mean? Like, I like, I love, like, I mean, you know, BC is one of the greatest shots in, in, in the Northwest. You know what I mean? I consider it sort of like, you know, like, I consider from San Francisco to BC, the Pacific Northwest, you know, and uh, well, you can, you know, and, you know, um, and I was just in Eureka, California on a, on a, um, um, on a comedy festival, uh, shout out to the Savage Henry guys down there, uh, put on and the, in the Bigfoot people, they do a great, great festivals. If you have a chance and you're in Northern California, uh, please check out the Savage Henry uh, comedy fest. They do great work down there. Um, but like Canada, like, you know, we, they weren't listening. We got no love from Canada for a long time. And now we have listeners on Ontario, BC, Alberta, Quebec, Manitoba. Um, big shout out to Canada for, for coming and coming back and growing. Um, they still aren't, they still aren't though. Um, New Zealand, New Zealand, still killing it. Still, still our number, number one. one. Still number one. Um, still our number Hell one yeah. foreign, foreign listening uh, group. Um, but close behind them is, uh, and we got listen, we got people in Auckland, Wakito, uh, Hawks Bay, Bay of Bay of Plenty. I kind of want to live in Bay of Plenty. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds dope. Um, Wellington, awesome. I'd like to believe that that's um, Jermaine Clement. I don't know if he lives there, but like I'm just gonna think it is. Uh, Canterbury and um, a lot, uh, Taranaki, and if I'm and if I'm butchering that name, I apologize. Uh, message us 
And I will uh, mention your name and tell us how you corrected us dumbass Americans um, for that. Um, that's been that's been amazing. Um, uh, and then Australia, you know, Australia is killing it. But um, coming up um, on the on the rear of it, which out of nowhere, uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands, oh, we have yeah. a ton of we have people in in you know North Holland, Zeeland, Friesland, South Holland, North Brabant, uh, Limburg, Province. Anyways, I'm gonna shout out all these. I just want to shout out all these people because like you put, you you deserve it, and we appreciate you listening to the um, to the show. If there are horror movies, and horror directors, and horror actors that you want to see profiled on or from from your country that aren't making it over here, please hit us hit up. Us on up. Our, Please hit us up on our socials and we will make it happen because uh, um, because we we don't want to be an American centric uh, podcast. I mean, that, that we have American. We, we we do because we live here. But, you know, but American stuff has a huge platform as it is and a giant media thing around it. And so if we can see that and this goes shouts out to uh, women directors and people of color and uh, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, LGBTQ uh, plus, uh, please, 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 please uh, reach out to us and uh, and we'd love to have you on our show. So thank you so much for all the support. And uh, um, it feels really good to check the analytics every week and to see that because uh, we we enjoy this. We enjoy doing this. And we're really glad that you enjoy it too. So uh, keep listening. Um, you guys have any any comments on that? Anything? No, else? I'm Canada right. rules. Go Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree yeah. with everything you said, man. Okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to more Canadian involvement. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'll come up. They're really good at at horror. Yeah. 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 Like legitimately. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got to break in. The other one, we got to break into South Korea. So any of our listeners have South Korean friends, please, or or North Korea. I will go to fuck. You know, we will do. (laughs) I know that there's a person who listens, who reads the hard times in North Korea. So um, um, we. you know they're analytics. Listen, you can you can get murdered for having the internet in North Korea. So if we have <laughs> listeners over there, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Uh, well, it's probably one of the murderers, right? <laughs> yeah. Checking you know the what? internet Whatever. to say, "All right, this is th- we just probably made a list." Right. I'm not. You know what? I'm not judging <laughs> who is listening to our podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, like if a murderer is listening to our podcast, I mean, I'm sure one of the people that we've that we, you know, um, listen to us. Interviewed. (laughs) (laughs) Statistically speaking, we have a murderer listening to our podcast. Um, Um, But that brings us to, so anyways, thank you all. Uh, Big shout out to all of you people. Um, It's it's, huge. huge. Um, And that brings us to this week. We are going to review, what are we reviewing, Jonas? We are reviewing Halloween Kills. Dope. You know what's really funny that you brought you brought up this being a uh, like the release of the year, dude. We've been waiting for these movies, these these David Gordon Green Halloween movies, last the 2018 one, obviously, but we've been waiting for this sequel for at least two years because it was like, you know, like it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out in 2019, like, and then obviously the world had shit happen to it in 2020 and then 2021 and just like shit got changed and like things got pushed up like this is this has been like horror movie edging like the whole time you know for sure for sure um so we plan on spoiling it i mean i don't think 
I think like if you listen to it, but like I know that people just listen to the show when it pops up. And um, so we're going to go around. And if you haven't seen it um, on a scale of uh, five being five Danzigs being watch it right fucking now, <laughs> one being don't see it. So uh, one Danzig being don't see it. Um, Graham, where do you where do you put it? Um, five. Cool. Jonas. Wow. Um, you know, I'm not going to say five. I'm going to say four. Um, I'm going to say four to a four and a half. I'm not going to give it a full five, but yeah, four to four and a half. Cause I loved it, but you know, I think it, I, I definitely do think it had flaws, but I did love the movie. So I'm oh, I say wasn't four scoring it. I was, that was just, if you should go see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you should go see it. Yeah. Five straight across yeah. the board. Yeah, I'm going to give it a five, too. If you're a horror fan, it, it totally, it, it, just as far as seeing it goes, we'll score it more, like, officially later. But, like, if you if you haven't seen it, I'm going to give it a five Danzigs, too. Like, literally go see it. This isn't something that I'm like, oh, you should just wait till later or whatever like that. No, watch it. It's, it's, wor- it's worth, it's, there are, have been other things in the past year that I could be, like, give you a three or four. I mean, even movies I like, like uh, Army of the Dead. I could be like, ah, oh, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, you can wait. You can wait. But this is this is worth watching. It's October. It's a it's a new Halloween movie. It's 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 go watch it. It's uh, streaming on Paramount uh, or excuse me, Peacock. Um, and it's uh, it's um, you know just just go watch it. And it's probably a great theater watch. Real quick, can we talk about how uh, terrible uh, Peacock's name for their their horror uh, theme? this year is because all of the streaming places do it and hulu has been doing it for a while with huluween but yeah uh, Pe- peacocktober is just sucks yeah yeah no, that's, a, that's a that's a terrible porn name that's a terrible <laughs> that is a terrible porn parody i don't like that one at all <laughs> So, okay so um so uh jonas by the way I, I i do want to throw this out there it is on peacock for sure and if you're going to watch it on Peacock, by all means, do that. But also go see it in the theater. Like, it, because this movie, like, we'll talk about this part later, but, like, not only should the movie be supported in the theaters, the, the theaters should be supported right now. Like, if you're comfortable going to the theaters, if you've gone to the theaters to see other movies, fucking keep doing it. Like, yeah. keep going out to the theaters, especially if you have, like, local theaters that are not some of the big wigs. support the fuck out of those more like if you can uh in this movie especially i haven't seen it in the theaters yet i'm actually probably going on monday or tuesday to go see it in the theaters um i can already tell that this is going to be a really good theater watch like just with sound sound engineering the way that everything works on it i think this is going to be a very good theater movie um so that being said if you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled um, turn to just pause this now and then we can um, um, and then come and revisit back and see what we uh, see our take on it um, um, it's already sort of a divisive movie out there that really surprised me so uh, go watch it now and then come back and listen and see what you say all right bye to the non-watchers all of us are are in it for the long run spoilers ahead let it roll let it roll and break Greg, all right. Yeah. Uh, jo- Jonas, do you, do you want to give a, a precursory explanation of the of the movie? 
Yeah. Um, all right. So I've been a Halloween fan for a long, long time. Um, like since the very beginning, um, it was one of the first horror movies that I saw. So I had, I kind of have a special place in my heart, uh, for Halloween. Um, and I think like most people, I didn't like most of the sequels just as like in hindsight, sure. Like they all have their own charm or whatever, but I think most of us can agree that after part three, it's really funny that I say after part three, but fuck you. I like part three. Um, but after part three, it got really weird. And like the, the sequels were just shitty and crazy and they sucked. And they had a bunch of weird canon storylines that just didn't need to be there and stuff like that. So when it comes back around to this David Gordon Green one, what he did in 2018 with retconning some of those sequels and getting rid of a lot of the shitty things that really made the franchise just kind of a laughing stock, it was really refreshing. But I think what a lot of people are forgetting is that this was always intended to be a trilogy that is supposed to end the saga of Halloween properly. So like they take it basically from, I want to say it's like from midway through part two and then they retcon everything else. They wipe away all the bullshit and it's supposed to be a continuation of the storyline from Halloween one, midway through Halloween two. Then you have the 2018. Now you have this one and then you have a third one coming up. So this is the... What's technically, up? this is the third one in the story. Technically, line. technically, yeah, like the it's technically like the third and a half one. I guess is kind of the way to put it. Because sure. this one, that's that's one thing that I'll mention. Because in this one, they do some flashback scenes uh, that kind of bring you back to Halloween two and rehash some of those storylines. Um, so the thing is with this is that I think a lot of people. The reason that I think this movie is divisive is because a lot of people aren't going into this movie remembering that it's a bridge between the first movie and the finale. And if you go into most horror movies and you look at a trilogy, the middle one is usually the softest one if you watch it as a standalone movie and don't watch it for what it is, which is, uh, you know, it's a connection point between the two films. Um, So this one being called Halloween Kills is exactly that. it's a fucking massacre. And <laughs> it was. Like, it, it, it really is. It really, it's really, um, you know, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to come up before we even start like really like going further on. I'm going to like, I'm going to go with what you're saying, Jonas, and, I'm, and, and, and mimic that. And I'm going to say like, like, so there's two sides of me, right? There are the, there is the, person who does a podcast where we critique movies right so i can look at a movie through like the critiquing of like an actual like cinematic art thing and break it down into like storytelling and that and then there's the horror fan in me who like when people are like saying things like i've read that it's clunky and it's this and that i'm like what fucking halloween movies have you guys watched like I feel like there, you know what I mean. Like I feel like there's Halloween one, which was made by John Carpenter, and like in in his, and it's like simple and it's clean and it's arguably kind of low key and maybe even a little boring. Um, you know, I know hot take and everybody, you know, but it's also a masterpiece. But it's when, a ma- for, especially no, no. for when it came out. 
it's a it's a masterpiece, it's a masterpiece in, in the in the stretches between uh, the way they dragged everything out between yeah, exactly, everything exactly. was fucking right, right. amazing and, and um, i think that's it, why it gets yeah but yeah go ahead yeah and and, and it's just like, it's i'm not saying anything bad about it i'm just saying that it's just no. like it's like it's a it's a it's a masterpiece but the rest of the movies all of them like if you gonna if we're gonna argue i mean like go watch halloween four you know what I mean? And you come back <laughs> and tell me Halloween three, I know get some cult love and everything on that. And I, I, I kind of don't even want to talk about it just because it's like, it's really fair. Like, oh, There's no Myers. It's, it's, it's like, it is. This the, is very Myers centric. This, this is all Myers and all <laughs> lore from the first one. And I like Halloween. 3. Yeah, but you know what? Listen though, Halloween three does show up in this movie. So we can't completely get away from Halloween three. It's true. It's true. Um, but but, but but as like a horror fan like like it's it's this that movie the halloween kills is undeniably fucking rad like it is like it is like yeah it's like a little clunky and the stories are but like like uh, but that's kind of the fucking like you go watch fucking go watch friday the 13th four or not necessarily four go watch five and you tell me that they're, you know what I mean? Like you, you guys maybe come from like a, like, I, I get that we're comparing this now to like, to fucking A24 movies and blah, 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 <laughs> and all this shit. But like, this ain't that, you know what I mean? And like, um, I think the great thing about it is that um, the, the director, um, uh, David Gordon Green, um, I think he pulled off like what like Michael Bay didn't, which is how do I make a old timey slasher flick in that still like grasps the heart of you know of of slasher flicks, um, which is like relentless brutality mixed with like a thin story. You know what I mean? Like slasher flicks are like action flicks or whatever. It's like essentially like a pornography of like how do we get to like one murder to another. You know what I mean? Like, how do we get, how do we get like the, you know, and you know, nobody's been able to like re-grasp that slide. I mean, Terrifier did it, you know what I mean? And, you know, but nothing on, nothing on the level that we are looking at with like, with Halloween kills, which is like, how do we get that feeling of like, when I sat down as a kid and there was a Friday the 13th marathon on TV and I could, I could on Spike TV. Remember Spike TV? Um, and you know uh, what I mean. And um, it's um, Paramount now, isn't it? I don't. Know. I think it turned anyway. Sorry. Yes, it was. It was. It, it was called TV for Men. Yep. Um, <laughs> whatever, cha- whatever channel it is now is just Spike TV after it stopped taking testosterone replacement therapy, and now it's just. It's no longer the douchebaggy channel that it used to be. Do you remember? Do you remember Gangland? Gangland was on Spike, wasn't it? I think Gangland. Dude, Spike TV was the Axe body spray of television. <laughs> it was. It was great. Wrestling was uh, on that shit. Yeah. Well, of course. It, it really was. was, dude. It was, dude. Fucking ECW on on fucking yeah on Spike TV at a certain point. Jesus Christ, what that dude? That's a memory lane thing, and it was it was such douchebaggy TV. God, it really was. It made MTV look at it and go, "That's a little much. Why don't you scale <laughs> yeah, it back?" <laughs> It's a, it's a, I bet you, I bet you Supernatural would have been on Spike TV. Um, but, um, <laughs> syndicated for sure. <laughs> syndicated for absolutely. <laughs> um, it, but, um, 
and we're dogging on supernatural but i'm sure we have tons of supernatural fans as listeners and like and like just so you know i've watched a shit ton of super uh, supernatural yeah oh, by the way i'm to- i'm totally revisiting <laughs> the david Boreanaz stuff now after we mentioned it earlier i'm just like you know what fuck it i'm giving Boreanaz another chance i'm giving Good. it another shot do it i see as I an adult i even liked him on bones I thought Bones was good. My Bones mom was did Bones too. Was cool. Yeah, Bones was like <laughs> kind of the whimsy. Oh man, that CSI. wasn't a compliment. <laughs> the way you said it was totally not complimentary. Yeah, my mom liked it too. You dick. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I bet your mom. My mom's gonna know. kill me. <laughs> well, and, and, the thing, and the thing is, is that I, I I always know that like the one or two listens, the first one or two listens of this program is always your mom. So big shout out to Graham's mom. I love you, mom. He's gonna, he's, he, dude, he's gonna get a fucking phone call. It's gonna be like, what did you say that I liked? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like when I like when your mom messaged me on Facebook and told me about a typo I had. That was like one of my favorite moments. Like it was so. Oh great. god. No, I know. Like you're embarrassed about it. She's she's like, don't tell Graham. And I'm like, no, no. This is this is this is absolutely. <laughs> A big shout out. Um, um, okay, I want to say something. Wait, are we are we staying on my mom? Or are we going back to the movie? <laughs> so this is really an review of Graham's mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> five stars. Five stars. Um, she's five. pretty great. Um, I disagree with this being the the middle of the trilogy because it doesn't feel like a trilogy to me, and it felt like. Halloween 2018 was more of the setup to this. Well, it was. It was. Right. And so that felt like the sophomore. And I watched that the night before I watched this and loved it even more. But it's this felt like almost the payoff. And then ends is going to be like the final showdown and stuff. But like this was the whole fucking town. Like he had to battle basically. And it fucking ruled. Anyway, sorry, but I, I disagree well, no. with the with with the, the the trilogy idea and the setup. Well, here's, and it being here's the reason. Here's the reason I say that though, because first off, when David Gordon Green came out with Halloween 2018, he came out the gate and said this is going to be a trilogy that ends the franchise definitively. Right. But also, when I say a trilogy, I mean the new movies are a trilogy. Right. No, I understand that. But, but yeah, it's hard actually, for me to but, even like look at them like that because they're sure. they're not following the same beat. And also, I feel like the second one is always kind of the more actiony one anyway. In in like it is like like, like no, or totally. even the better one in trilogies. I don't know. I, that's a whole other thing. But yeah. no, no, <laughs> no. I I don't disagree. It's like it's like Helm's Deep in in. Uh, like uh, the second, what are, I don't, I don't know the names of the Lord of the Rings movies. I get my nerd card removed, but like this, whatever the second one was, um, um, homies Twin the Towers, ring, uh, the homie in the ring, Twin whatever. Towers. The, it's, it's Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't no, think it's, I don't, I don't Empire think it's, Strikes Back and it's Godfather Empire, 2. <laughs> right. Like, um, um, Godfather 2 is a superior movie. Yeah. And, and Empire Strikes but, Back is a superior movie too. In fact, maybe the only. It is. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. only if I'm if I'm already pissing off like uh, our, our fandoms, uh, fandoms. I'm I'm going to go right into Star Wars too and be like I think that Empire Strikes Back is the only of those movies that I think holds any water. Um, but um, um, and I still think that Chewbacca covered <laughs> ha- hair should have fucking went and rescued 
rescued Luke as opposed to sending out Han. You know what I mean? Like, like Chewbacca is like, I get that he's from a tropical planet or some shit, but like you were covered in hair. Like you go, you go out there and rescue the dude in the fucking things. Instead, he sends, you know, sends Han. And I mean, like, like Han is a piece of shit. You know what I mean? He's like classic, like everything <laughs> wrong with the 80s. But like, goddamn, if he wasn't like, well, I'll see you in hell then. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't got friends like that. Um, and so, um, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah. Um, we're gonna have Chewbacca talk on this all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking obsessed with Chewbacca. Um, but it's uh, I will get I will give us credit where credits due. Last week's naked Chewbacca <laughs> rant was fucking. That was fun. That was a yeah. fun time. If you haven't watched, if you haven't listened to that episode, um, Jake Jolly, who's really awesome, um, uh, was on it, and we ranted about naked Chewbacca, which is fucking bullshit. He's naked, but um. Do you want to follow? Oh yeah, that guy you're, you're fucking. You're great having him go save people while he's fucking hanging meat, but not anything else. Like, <laughs> but, but, but like, but like, he's covered in hair. You know what I mean? Oh, like, so is he covered in hair or is he naked? You need to make a decision here, Ryan. No, no, dude, like, like, which one is both? <laughs> <laughs> but Two anyways, things can be true at the same um, time. It's true, but, but very, but very true. Okay, so, so so technically this is the third movie in the thing, but we get it that this like is like standalone that these movies are a trilogy of the, like, the right. Like, and the reason this, that I and, mentioned the the reason that I bring that up though is because people are comparing this to the first movie, and the first movie, the first movie was tonally more like the first Halloween in the sense that it was more tension, more suspense, more like atmospheric. It was more of those things. And then you have this one, which takes away some of that in lieu of an absolute fucking slaughterhouse of a slasher. Right. And, Just and everybody got it. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, the, dude, that was the other thing is, like, the trailer, when the trailer came out, people were kind of like, well, I saw the whole fucking movie. No, you saw the first 10 minutes. This is what you saw. Yeah. And there was, like, and I noticed that as soon as I watched it. I was like, oh, they didn't give away shit in the trailer. Like, that was... That was the whole beginning of the movie, and there's so much more movie left. <laughs> like, I, I I will say that the that, and I'm gonna do a hot take here. I think they may be some of the best kills I've ever seen, like one oh, after an, one after another. The firemen, holy fuck! Like like they like they all grab axes. The one guy grabs like the jaws of life thing or whatever, and like I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm sure there's no it's jaw, jaws of life. There's chainsaw. There is right. Like, and they come and they come after him, and he's just like, nah, not having <laughs> it. Not having it. First responder, last to leave because y'all are going out in a cop. He took out like, the fire department. They, he the took out the whole fire department. Uh, fire department. I and also like shout out to the fire department in that. Because like they were down to clown, like they yeah. saw him and he came out and they all like they they uh, they were they were okay. Really but I also I also have to throw that off a little bit because as soon as Michael Myers walked out of the house, by the way, he walks out of the house with half of a fucking hand. He's walking out of a fire, and the first fireman looks at him and goes, "Guess I'll shoot him with a fire hose." That's really what your go-to was. I'm going to shoot him with water, and it wasn't even like a super high-velocity fire hose. He just shot well, him. So with he it. could Michael get close like, enough to stab him. But right, know? yeah, no, like he had Michael to put Myers him out just... in, a, in order to get close enough to kill him. It didn't it work out. Said, 
No, not at all. And he just like Michael Myers looked at him like, "Really, bitch? This is water. I'm going to kill all of you now." I, I gotta tell, I gotta tell you though, like, like if I was Michael Myers, like, like I understand that he's like, like, like has no empathy and is evil and kills people, but I still don't think that that like excludes the fact that you don't want your shoes wet. You know what I mean? Like, I would be, like, bummed, like, the rest of the night, like, like walking That's around. True. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants wet underwear, no matter what you're doing, even if it is just... I'm trying to get time. back to my fucking house, now my boots are all wet. This is bullshit. <laughs> right. This is bullshit. And it's just, like... I, I, a I, lot more I, jumped in, I jumped into a lake once at a warp tour, like, right at the beginning, because uh, it was, like, at some weird, like, but I don't know. There was a lake in the middle of the warp tour. But uh, the rest of my day was ruined, because my boots were wet. So, yeah, I get Dude, it. If- if there was a lake in the middle of a warp turd, that was a hundred percent piss. That's all yeah, that was. Right, that was, <laughs> that was pee. <laughs> and it was like people had been drinking like Robitussin pee. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's like, like I don't. Yeah, um, me. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I was one time looking at like this metal, uh, uh, metal uh, cruise that you could take. Like nuclear assault was on it, and like or like. Uh, uh, what's that song that does the M16? Um, uh, a, a bunch of different metal bands were on it. And uh, and I was like thinking about it at the end, like how gross is the pool at the end of a metal? metal oh God. Tour? You know oh. what I mean? Like floating packs of camel wide cigarettes. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, you know, like, like Coors Light 18 pack things floating. I'm going to be honest. I don't know why. And I have no like reason to, 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 think this but i think the grossest uh, uh uh ship tour cruise type thing would be uh weezer i don't know why i feel like all their fans would just be dis- disgusting every joke in I'm, weird every, ways every every joke <laughs> every every joke i'm gonna make is gonna be a little below the belt so like i'm just gonna go ahead and skip it it involves uh, high school girls and blah 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 you know what i mean oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say like <laughs> Because that's just the vibe I get from the Weezer tour. I actually know somebody <laughs> who did a uh, a three eleven. I I know this guy who's like this fucking massive three eleven fan. Um, and he uh, is it me? Because I'm a massive three eleven. Uh, see, see, like every time you tell me that you're, ah, uh, you found fan, your other person, Graham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time you say that you're a three eleven fan, Graham, like my brain won't let me remember it. Like, it, like, like it's just like what are they, it's like it's like a trauma response. People hate me about that. <laughs> um, that about me. It, yeah, there we go. Um, uh, Sodom. Sodom is the band. Um, oh, Sodom, nice. Um, Sodom was on a tour. Um, I think it was Sodom and Nuclear Assault. Um, but anyways, um, I think the three eleven one has got to be nasty too. Like that pool's got to smell like like puka shell necklaces and uh, like like patchouli light you know what i mean and like and mike's hard lemonade that's 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 just kind of how i feel about the yeah uh, but you know. you know what i think that's gonna be the nicest one out of all those cruises that is oh, you're no. not wrong no you're not wrong that's gonna <laughs> that's be the honestly one. not that's yeah that's not the worst of them i think i think that's anyway you know, i thought way, a lot about way, cruises guys, and you... actually i've landed on 311 there's bands that i like more that do cruises but i've landed if i ever did one which i will not uh, it would be the 311 one because Doug Loves Movies does shit on that too, and I think that'd be fun. So. Guys, we don't anyway. even need to have this. We don't even need to have this debate because the most disgusting cruise line by far is Disney. So we're fine. <laughs> like, 
That's what, the one what, that's going to be the worst of the whole time. <laughs> how about how about a another goddamn horror podcast cruise? You know what I mean? Yeah. With dance and <laughs> interviews and movies. Um, that would be the shit. That would be great. And there'd be like just, ten people on it, so we'd have like the like the most amazing. <laughs> Could do yeah. like escape rooms and shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, it'd be amazing. Um, um, I want to I want to say something really quick. I want to see the alternate cut of Halloween Kills, where at the end of the movie, Michael Myers just pulls his boot off and pours the water out of it and just looks <laughs> yeah. at everybody like, "This was your fucking fault from the beginning." Like, He's like, you know what? Like, All I wanted to do was go home, and now I'm pissed. All right. I got sprayed with water. It put me in a mood, and like, you know, you know I mean? how I much was... these Doc Martens were? These things were expensive. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill all of you now. <laughs> um, uh, I do want to say about the, my. I think one of my favorite things, and I think uh, what made the movie for me, besides the look of it, because it's shot beautifully. I think the way Michael's mask looks is really fucking cool. Um, but the the sound and everything about the soundtrack, the, the score, the sound editing, everything was so fucking on point and added so much to it that I was blown away. Fully agree. That's why I was telling people to go see it in the theater, too, because I think sound yeah. wise, I think this movie is going to fucking roll. It sounded the so fucking good. I couldn't get over it. All right, yeah, the sound, the sound engineering was amazing, like top to bottom. I'm going to go over the things I love about the movie real quick. Um, one, the sound is fucking great. Um, two, the kills are fucking gory and fucking so great. Good. So good. Like, it's like when you tap into something like stabbing somebody in the throat with a fucking broken fluorescent bulb, this is something that has like been in your mind. And like, you know what I mean? Like you're broken. And you're like, oh God, this would be like a weapon. And then maybe maybe it's just my mind. I don't know. But like, uh, but like you're saying, but, but you know, but everybody who's broken a fucking like fluorescent bulb has like gone like, ah, damn, this thing's kind of kind of brutal. Like, and they didn't hold back. They did not hold back on like, on the, like if they could have pulled off this level, like if the MPAA was letting this level of gore when they were doing like the Friday the Thirteenth movies, because I would suggest anybody go listen to or go watch the. Uh, the Crystal Lake Memories there um, um, documentary and about really just and just about how much and beyond just like about the movies, but it's just about how much the MPAA like just fucking hated the Friday the Thirteenth movies and did everything in their power to like to like destroy them um, and and just about how like all of that stuff is really rooted in and like terrible like uh, far right fucking ethos and like and just how like they just did everything in their power to ruin it. To be able to see movies made being made that way now, like major movies, like makes me happy. Like at the end of the day, like I hate when terrible things happen to real people, but goddamn, if it's a plastic doll in a movie, fucking stab the shit out of it. You know what I mean? Like just like stab the shit out of it. It's like it's just cool. And uh, they <laughs> they did not hold uh, hold back on that. It's awesome. Uh, his mask looked dope every time they showed him. It looked great. Um, they said, I think it was great in the slasher sense of the, of the, it was a slasher movie. Like nobody was, nobody was safe from him. 
Like, and you kind of didn't want him to kill people. They did actually like kind of cute little world building, like the couple, like the one with the you know they were flying the uh, the the, uh, the drone. Like, like, like you didn't want those people to die. Those people seemed like they were okay people. You know what I mean? And then he came and killed him, and that just shows you like what a dickhead Mike Myers. You know what I mean, Michael Myers. I'm sure Mike Myers is actually a dickhead too, um, but um, <laughs> but um, um, you know what I mean. And it's like this uh, movie felt like the payoff from the first three. That's why I'm excited about ends too, because right. this felt like the, especially as a fan of the first one. But like you said earlier, and like I think we kind of agree, is it's a little boring. Um, it's not like the slasher, like Friday the Thirteenth. You know, it's not all the kills and stuff. Um, so, so then, then Halloween 2018 felt like the setup to the payoff, which was just brutality, which is what as I wanted from a Halloween movie. It was yeah, like the I only mean, thing missing was the right setup, brutality. It, it was the setup to the payoff in that sense for sure. Right. The but as the movie goes along, and you know, we'll talk about this as we talk about the movie, but when it comes to the end of this movie that's where that's where there's very clearly going to be an ultimate payoff you know and like with this one like Laurie Strode was in the movie the whole time but she was also in a hospital the whole time which made sense by the way that's not a that's not a gripe she was stabbed in the fucking stomach by a butcher knife so she should have been in the hospital the whole time because this really took place over one night so yeah she should not be walking around Haddonfield chasing Michael Myers. She should be in a fucking hospital. So that made sense. I, I saw a lot of people gripe on that, that she wasn't in the movie enough. And I was she like, was yo, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yo, she should have been like, there's nothing. If she was walking around Haddonfield, like hunting Michael with the rest of the town, I would be like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And that would actually have taken me out of the movie. So I think and it's it takes away good. basically the third movie in this show, like ends because right. they, they took her out so that he could kill everyone and save her for the, the final show. Cause you know, it's gotta be those two at the end. Well, of it's course a, it is. major spoiler here. Like really like if you, if you haven't seen it, like, and you don't want it, the major spoiler turn back lot, now, turn uh, back now. Yeah. But like, but setting it up that she killed her daughter, that Michael for Myers sure. killed, killed her daughter, like um, is, is like, now it's like now it's like for real on you know what i mean yeah. like it's like for like it, there was like there was uh there was i i can i can see some like torture murder um see now i think that's a red herring i think it's a red herring i i honestly do i don't think that she's dead i don't think that i think that it is I think it's a setup because you don't see her die. Like definitively. You don't yeah, right. Um, I mean she is laying on the ground at the end. But um but I, the, yeah, yeah. I, I think she's dead. I think they just went for it just to do that. No, the end the movie think, like that. Here's why I don't think she is though. Not just because I mean she's laying on the ground, whatever. But the lead up to that, like her, you know, getting like stabbed and everything the way that they shot that part and the way that they, the way that they like framed it seemed very on purpose. And it was a lot of slashes. It was not a lot of stabs. It was not a lot of fatal like blows. It was a lot of like, 
a cut here, a slash here, a swipe here. It was very, very on purpose compared to the rest of the movie. Because you have the rest of this movie that's like gratuitous, like death, 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 death. And then you have this one where it's like slash, swipe, slash, slash, swipe, swipe, and then a little bit of a stab, and then she falls. Like that seemed very much to me from like a filmmaking aspect of it, just watching it. I'm like, yo, she ain't dead. Like, I think she's going to be in the hospital. I think she's going to be like on life support or something. I think it's going to be that, but I don't think she's toast. I think she shows up in the third movie. I think, I think my favorite part of the whole, um, um, the whole, she is technically in the third movie. Um, but who knows if it's just a flashback or not. I'm looking at the, looking at the IMDb now, which is sometimes... Well, technically a, Donald Pleasance was in this movie, but we all know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, because they're both, they're all in... in um, I think that, like, my favorite part, though, is, like, you just can't shoot Michael Myers. Like, he gets shot. Hey, I, I, I am going to suggest this, though, like, just as, like, a safety tip for people um, in this world, that if you ever, ever surround somebody to kill them, I don't know if you've ever fired a gun before, but don't fire a gun at somebody with people standing, like, your homies standing on the other side. You know what I mean? Like, that's just like that's just a recipe for disaster. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this for whole sure. that was very poor gun etiquette for sure. That is, that is bad, bad gun etiquette. Like, like the rules of a gun, like are like you know, don't put your finger on the trigger until you're ready to fire. Um, never point anything that you don't want to dis- that you're not willing to destroy. Um, I'm sure I'm fucking this up, and some gun people are gonna. But like, what the big one though is always know what's in front of your target and what's behind it. And, like, the thing is, is, like, if you're shooting a gun at close range, A, the odds of you're going to miss are there. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and then uh, and then the other thing is, is, like, what? I mean, you can blow through his stomach and a gun bullet can come out the other. You know, don't don't be shooting in a circle. All right? No matter how bad and evil it is, like, it's just, like, there's, there's just no way. Um, uh, the one – I'm going to say some things I don't like about the movie. Okay? Um, um, the and this is hard for me to say because I usually kind of like this stuff in movies, and I and I get the point. Like when when they're doing the evil dies today thing, they're definitely like channeling like the evil, like the, the ridiculousness like of American nature and like satanic panic and Q and stuff like that. They are totally like attacking um, um, that and and I appreciate that, and then I think that needs to be in movies, particularly horror movies, particularly movies that have a giant, large, like younger white fucking fan base. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 great to have like the ridiculousness of um, of of like group panic and the result of it. I'm not sure they pulled it off though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not sure that, like, you know, like, and I get it. Like, it sucks the other, like, mentally ill person was murdered. And goddamn, if that wasn't brutal, like, the the, the fucking body on the ground. And, like, Jesus, that was sad. Yeah. And then the, then he's like, we're the monsters now. And Haddonville's turning on itself and, like, all this stuff. And, like, to me, that was, like, a little bit, like, like, a little wedged in there. Like, I appreciate the morality of it and I appreciate the message. I just, like, I just, I, it just seems like... Like, well, whole... I mean, you know what? 
the real reason that part was in there was just to showcase the fact that that Michael wasn't just going after Laurie and he wasn't just killing Laurie. He was making the town he was he was making the town unravel from the inside out. Right. Just by existing. See, and I you think know that's that the red herring. I, I think he is going after Laurie. I don't think that whole like you just keep being in the way. No, no, he like, is. No, no, he is going after Laurie for sure. I don't think that's I don't think there's anything about that that's not true. I think he is going after Laurie. But I'm saying that the whole mob mentality thing, I think, was a storyline aspect to to show that, like, not only is it a Lori thing, but the town itself is so wrapped up in this hysteria and this fear and this anger and everything like that, that they're not listening. They're not watching. They're not seeing what's actually happening. And they're just going for bloodlust. Like, they're the ones that are turning into the killers because they want to kill Michael Myers. But the the bloodlust of it is just like there's no they're seeing red they're seeing tunnel vision and they're not listening and seeing what's actually happening and i I think it was ham-fisted for sure and it was kind of shoehorned in there but i think it also had a point like it had a point of being in there and i don't think it was necessarily the point of it being like anti-mob mentality i think there was that kind of but i think it was more just to showcase that the town was like was crumbling um, because he keeps on coming back. And the only way for them to save their town is to kill this evil. Um, but I think he's for sure coming back for Lori. I mean, that, that, her whole monologue at the end of the movie about what he is um, very much points to the fact that like, the, the final confrontation has to be her and him, and she has to kill him. Like, right, well, I think the they were trying... It felt like they were trying to be like, oh, she's the one that's obsessed, not him. They because they're like the way. doctor. Yeah, they were like the doctor brought him to your like to you. Like he wasn't going after you. And I was like, I don't know. I think he is. <laughs> yeah, he's he's for also. Sure I think after he's her. more. St- I, I I look at his presence in the town and everybody turning like that as more of a literal supernatural thing. Like just his. Like the shape, like his being there literally affects everybody just through presence. Not not you're so legit- much mob yeah, mentality. I think you're legitimately that- afraid of the boogeyman. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that hundred percent. And I also think that something that's interesting with this continuation of the storyline is I don't think I think Michael's existence is also based around is also contingent on the existence of Lori. Like, I don't think he actually is trying to kill her per se, because every time in this one, in this continuation of it, like he's, he is stalking her. Like he is like trying to get to her, but I think there's some other connection there that's going to get kind of expounded on in the third movie. Because this one, like, the thing that she's talking about at the end with him being, like, there's no way a mortal man can survive this and blah, 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 blah. I don't think it's going full supernatural, like, full zombie Jason or anything like that. I don't think it's that at all. But I do think that there's a, there's a angle of it that's somewhat supernatural or, like, somewhat superhuman. Because all the shit that's happened to him, by all means, should have killed him. Like the gunshots, the beatings, the 
the fucking town surrounding him and stabbing the fuck out of him. And then him just popping up like the fucking Undertaker and then just starting, like, just laying waste to people like that entire fucking town in that one, you know, in the one scene. Like, that definitely screams out there's something else going on. Like, he's he's the persistent evil that we talk about when we talk about horror movies. Like, there has to be a persistent evil. Like, that's what he is. And I think in this third one, the only way for him to actually die is by Laurie's hand. Like, she's the one that has to so do it. Too. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't even think, like, even part of the mythos. Like, it just would have been really lame if, like, one of the random town folks killed him and Laurie was, like, at the hospital going, oh, that's cool, I guess. You know what I mean? Sure, like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's... um, um That would be a terrible finish. That would be the worst. <laughs> I think... um Let's give a big shout out, please. Um, God, if we ever had her on the show, just how amazing it would be. But a big shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis for for being part of this and being like, you know, like we all love her, and she gets she gets she gets plenty of accolade. But like, but she really deserves every inch of it. She's been in so many of these great movies, and um, you know, she's like in Trading Places and a bunch of like really good stuff. And um, you know, which you know, Trading Places does feature Dan Aykroyd in blackface, um, which mm, very, gets yeah. gets very gets very rarely brought up. Um, um, uh, maybe it's because he's in with uh, Eddie Murphy in the movie. Um, 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 but um, but anyways, um, I you know that but Jamie Lee Curtis has really done it. I you know Scream Queens didn't get a lot of love, but like Scream Queens on TV, I thought was really great, and I thought she did. Yeah. Um, she she really did good in that. Um, I, I I like Scream Queens. It's excuse me. Um, it's one of my it's one of my favorite. Um, I, oh, it was I love the gay couple. Sorry, just yeah. to jump in there. Uh, Big it, John it was, and Little John. Big John yeah. and Little John were great, and I just wanted him. I just wanted him to say when he grabbed the knife at the end. I just so much wanted uh, what's his name to say, "Look what I can do!" Like if he just would have <laughs> said, if he just would have said that. If he would have said that, like I would have been like, "This is amazing. Um, this is the best I, movie ever made." <laughs> yeah, because he like um, he is. Um, um he is uh one of the funniest actors and he like it's just he's just like one of those people he's kind of like sherry o'terry who just sort of vanished after being on skit television you know what i mean like he was yeah you know he was like one of the main people on like other people from mad tv have, have had great careers you know what i mean um um you know but uh uh, uh what kind of one is he? This is another one of those ones that uh, that I. You're talking about Michael McDonald, right? Yeah, Michael, Michael yeah. McDonald. Yeah, and he was just, yeah, he's yeah. just like he's just so good, and he's so funny, and uh, and I love to see him in stuff like this, and that was that was great, and a big big shout out to Big John, like when 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 the dude was upstairs and Big John like takes his fucking rings off, like I'm like yeah, let's go, yeah, it's like yeah, like, yeah and I, and I'm that dude. He's in he's in the Mick, which is a criminally underrated TV show. Right. Oh yeah. yeah sitcom so good he was the the loser boyfriend he's fantastic i love every time he shows up and he keeps showing up in really cool stuff so also um, his dude his death scene with the thumbs to the eyes like that yeah. was the most br- that's the most brutal version of that kill that i've yeah. ever seen <laughs> it was like, really that was gnarly <laughs> yeah that's like uh yeah and that's a, that's it so all right let's uh let's wrap this up guys um on a scale of danzig's uh, five being the first Halloween, legendary. One being Halloween, 
Holly, Halloween 2 by um, enemy of the show, uh, Rob Zombie, whatever, what's his name? <laughs> what's his real name? I can't even remember, Rob Dickhead? What's his, it's something. Uh, Richard, uh, Richard Zombie. Is Richard, Richard um, Zombie, yeah. <laughs> um, a one being uh, Halloween. Um, um, uh, oh, it's, 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 it's Robert Cummings. Robert, oh, right. Ro- Robert was. I'm only going to call him Robert. Robert Bart. <laughs> Bart. His middle name is Barté. Robert Barté Cummings. Fake. Fake L. Jurgensen. Um, uh, Whatever, dude. His new name is Bob Jizz. All right. Bob, <laughs> Bob Jizz. Bob Jizz is um, Halloween Two, um, which is arguably maybe uh, the worst horror movie ever made, um, in my opinion. What? Where do you? Where do you guys land on it? Where's the? Where's this land? I'll go. I think um, <clears throat> if we're being honest, this was my I don't know what I would score it if the, if the first Halloween is a five, because I think I like this more than the first Halloween and 2018. I think this is my favorite Michael Myers Halloween so far. OK, it delivered exactly sure. what I wanted. Just straight up slasher br- brutality. And it looked and sounded fucking perfect. Um, I'm going to give it a four and a half um, out of five. And the only reason I knock a half point off is because I did miss some of the atmospheric part of it because this was more of a, this was more of a much more serious version of like hatchet, meaning it was just carnage the whole fucking time, mm-hmm. which is great. I do like I that. Like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I do like that, which is why it's still four and a half. I do like that, but if I'm going to watch a Halloween movie, I do want some of that atmospheric nature of it. And I think this, the most. It, oh, go ahead. No, Sorry. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say it did take that part of it out because, like, Michael Myers was jumping on top of cars and shit, and it was just like, all right, that kind of took me away from it because that's not a Michael Myers thing. So it was just like, all right. No, no, well, no, he did no, that yeah. in the first one. He did. They, they the recreated no, no. the the whole slamming the the hand against the window. Yeah. No, no, I don't mean that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like he was literally jumping from like from he was he was doing kind of the shit that Jason did in the reboot of Friday the 13th. He wasn't full on sprinting, but he was doing some fucking parkour shit that Michael Myers should not be doing. Like Michael Myers was the consistent stalking, like slow walking, like boogeyman type of thing. And he was he was a little too fucking spry in this one, but also because I'm really sick of them showing Michael Myers horseshoe hair. Like fucking quit that, okay? <laughs> like okay, I don't I like fine if you're gonna take the mask off and show his face, whatever. I get that, but when they did the back frame of it and like I just saw his gleaming, shining fucking horseshoe hair head, I'm like, all right, Hulk Hogan, I don't need to see this. Like that's mm. you don't need to show me that part. Like you know, take a little bit of that away. <laughs> Um, um yeah that's that those are really my own very very small gripes um and also the the kind of supernatural aspect of it i'm like eh, all right but yeah in general like i thought it was fantastic like in a, in a very solid four and a half out of five i thought the most tense part for me and, and like the most nerve-wracking was the when everybody knew he was alive except Lori. they're like don't tell grandma stepping around that shit was i was like shit nobody tell her every time somebody would walk in the room i'd be like fuck they're gonna tell her (laughs) she's gonna lose her shit and she did yeah nobody (laughs) tell her yeah 
Ryan, what do you think? Um, I am going to give it a four. Um, because I think I like 2018 better. Um, there were some things that uh, there were some things that I kind of didn't want to dig into on this episode that I didn't love about it. Like, um, I, you know, I think there could have been a better treatment of, of certain characters and and things. But I think that um, and some you know some weird politics stuff in it that that kind of like rubbed me a little wrong. Um, and, and I don't want to get to it. I'll let people judge themselves on that. And I'm kind of at a point with that this week. Um, I'm going to say that I would probably a five if like they had had a better resolution to the, to the, the QAnon thing, you know what I mean? The QAnon take, um, which, which again, again, I appreciate, which should be shown as like moronic and uh, then the, just the glorification of like that dude dying. Cause that was kind of a drag, but, but I'm going to tell you that I'm going to be yeah. honest. That bummed me out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it just like, like, um, it um it just like um it just it just felt like a little like um like they shoe they shoehorned that part into it and uh, we didn't even really talk about Anthony Michael Hall being in it um but um you know he's a, he's a long way from better hallway vision I'll tell you that uh, in this movie um but I, mean, um, I think I think his part was played very much on purpose just as an aside. I think there was, I think it was a very purposeful look and tone to his part. Oh, for sure. And I think he did a great job. I think it didn't, you, I uh, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I didn't even realize it was him for like the first like 10 minutes of him being on screen. It just like, and I've even seen him recently. Um, I read something interesting. Yeah. You know, he's, he's never met Andrew McCarthy. They've never met him. Um, oh, shit. Um, that is and, weird. And he says that the Brat Pack didn't even exist. Like those people, none of those people hung out together or like knew each other really. Uh, they just that's like, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. People are like, uh, um, yo, you must have been like really cool hanging out with like Emilio and Judd Nelson. He's like, nah, I was like eighteen, and those people were like 20, <laughs> 23. and they would like go have beers after the shooting, and then we would all just show up the next day at work. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just interesting. It's an interesting thing. But um, um, he. Um, I think he did a good job. I think it is, and it is very much a filler movie. I think there's some things that could have but as a horror fan and as a lifelong horror fan, I tell it totally earns the four. Like, like if I'm if I'm just if I'm doing like Hall of Fame judgment here, you know what I mean? Where I'm really looking at the entire series and I'm really like judging it based on all those things, I'm gonna give it a four. I did like 2018 better. Um, just just for a number of reasons, but like but for like kills, straight up fucking. If it was just based on kills, if they did away with that shit, I would give it a fucking six, six dancings. You know what I mean? Six. Uh, you know what I mean? You know, but but it's a, but it's a. It is. Um, it is. Uh, there. There is more to it than that. And like I said, I appreciate it. And I, I'm kind of rambling about that. But like, it's. It's. Um, it's. It's. It's kind of hard to put like a finger on. Like there was like some slight problems with it that will knock it down one point one Danzig for me. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I got to say, when you guys go like half a Danzig, like that's a very little Danzig because Danzig is like five. Three. Yeah. And so like, that's Danzig. like, uh, I'm, I'm just, well, and if you're you just that. taking his legs, that's like only like a fifth. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. <laughs> exactly. Um, like, right. Exa- no, that's true. Because like, like if you, if you go, if you go half of the thing, you're like missing that whole torso, which is like yeah, you- Dan- Danzig's all torso. 
all torso <laughs> and fucking hair and 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 fucking mesh half shirt. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, I'm cracking myself up again. Um, but um, but yeah, that's where that's uh, but that's where that's where I'm at. So um, yeah, see, it's a fucking rad horror movie. Yeah, it's a rad know, horror it, movie. it 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 surprised me in that it they just went full brutality and 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 just lots of kills and they basically killed my favorite uh halloween movie three uh metaphorically multiple um, times multiple yeah, times pretty pretty great so uh you know i, I mean, do like that they that they literally physically killed off some of the sequels that people didn't like like that <laughs> straight up was that was kind of cool in that sense um and also, like, the violence in this movie was borderline pornographic. Like, you know, and also, I, I say that as a good thing. Like, if you're going to name a movie Halloween Kills, you got to fucking pay off on that, and they did in spades. They did. So, Ends will be easy to pay off. Yeah, it's just the final They just have to it's stop. The... <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. You just have to definitively end the fucking franchise. I swear to God, if you leave it on a cliffhanger, I'm done. And probably not, but I am. I don't know. Still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got to it's got to end on the next movie. Are we doing recommendations this week? Yeah, real quick, real quick, real, Fuck, real, why not? Yeah, real quick round of recommendations. Go for it. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've recommended both these things before, but I'm gonna do it again because I just saw B. Well perform at Le Poisson Rouge. Uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. LPR uh, in lower in Manhattan. It was great. They're fucking amazing live. If you uh, get a chance to see them, uh, they're playing a bunch of shows. Go see Be Well and uh, listen to um, Brave Faces Everyone by Spanish Love Songs because that's the greatest album. Anyway, that's it. Jonas. Um, as far as recommendations for me go, um, let me think. I'm trying to think of what I just watched recently that I really enjoyed. I've watched quite a few things. Um, but I am going to stick with what I usually do with my uh, with my Shudder recommendations. There's one that just dropped on Shudder. It's a Thai movie um, that you should watch if you're able to watch with subtitles. Um, absolutely do it. It's called The Medium, um, and it's fucking dope. Um, it looks cool. Yeah, it's really good. Like if you like the whaling, um, it's and it's funny because it does mention it when it talks about the description. But if if you like the whaling, you'll like this a lot. Um, but it's really, really, really good. But you also really have to pay attention to it, which is a little. It's a little tough because it's over two hours long. But yeah, if you have if you have two hours to kill and sit there and watch a movie with some subtitles, this one is phenomenal. So check that one out. All right. Um, I am going to um, first of all, I'm not ableist. If you can't, if you struggle reading, that people do. It's not, you know, not everybody like learns the same and things like that and be your, yourself. And if you can't read subtitles and it, it takes it, you know, and like in that you struggle with making it happen, by all means, I get it. If you don't struggle with reading, though, and you can read subtitles, don't be that guy. Do you know what I mean? Just read the subtitles. Yeah. You're, you're, you're missing out on too, too much good stuff. 
do to, to just not read subtitles. You're missing out on Marianne. You're missing out on, on uh, Satan's slaves. You're missing out on, I mean, like, um, Train to Busan. I mean, like, you're missing out on, like, some really, really great films. Parasite. I can go on at a host. I mean, I can go on on Snowpiercer. I'll just go keep going on and on and on. It's a, if you, if you have, if you're a fine reader and you just, like, don't like it for whatever, just watch a couple of these movies and just don't try not to miss out on, on, on great horror and great art that just doesn't happen to be made in America. And, um, and dubbing's fine if, if for people who, who struggle with that. Like I said, I'm, I'm Please, the, the, zero judgment. This this world is hard enough. Like so, you know. Uh, but but dubbing for the for the people, who, it, it's just not. It's just not. It's just not the same. So that's uh, uh, my suggestion. Um, uh, my recommendations for this week are. Uh, I am gonna. I mean, I've, I'm gonna go back. I've been listening to podcasts because I've been working again. Yay! Yay for working. Um, um, and I've been, and I have a commute. And so I've been listening to podcasts again, which is like great. And like listening to more podcasts and that's great. I am going to strongly suggest, uh, listening to, I'm going to go back to another or last podcast on the left. Um, um, there are, epi- there are double episodes on Mike Warnke, um, uh, quote unquote, up comic, uh, satanic panic starter from the seventies and eighties, um, and proven like, um, compulsive liar um, and really talks about like the kickoff of the satanic panic um, and you know and all the lives that were that, that has really like bled into like has really like even turned into QAnon these days because QAnon is just an extension of satanic panic uh, it's a lot of the same language and the ideas they just kind of change the, uh, a few of the, the key players um, <clears throat> listen to that and then I'm gonna also going to recommend again I'm just my second time second recommendations in a week for uh, maintenance phase they actually have a great um, um, episode on the wellness to QAnon uh, pipeline which I would suggest listening to and just talks about how uh, QAnon picks up uh, a lot of yoga moms etc essential oil moms um, you know with their sort of like uh, uh, Venn diagram common uh, common things and uh, and sort of like um, bring that, you know, how that brings into the fold. And I think that that's uh, um, a really good um, thing to see. Um, and if you haven't watched the season of Ted Lasso, um, I'm sorry, you, you need to. So, and the, the, the finale, <laughs> the finale just happened and it's, it's feel good enough, but there's also touches on some real shit. And so I, uh, I, I'm a big Ted Lasso fan. So, um, those are my um, and cr- real quick real quick before we wrap up on mine sorry i just i remembered this and i have to throw it out there there's a movie on tubi that looks like it's going to be shitty and it's not and you need to watch it it's called cannibal farm and it's a british <laughs> yeah dude it's a british indie film and it looks like based just off cover art it looks like it's the manchester Ch- uh, chainsaw massacre it is not nice. <laughs> Um, and it's it's actually a super dope indie British film uh, that came out, I want to say, like two years ago. Um, but yeah, it's called Cannibal Farm. Go watch it on Tubi. Cool. Man- Manchester Chainsaw Massacre sounds rad. That's yeah. like, it'll, it, it would just be like Morrissey. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, it'd be fucking sweet. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you again to all our listeners. Uh, we mean it. Please hit us up on our socials. Uh, uh what is it at a g h p six 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 um um on uh the twitter and the the instagram um um i have a 
TikTok, but I just haven't put it together good enough. So I, I, I probably should be doing that. But um, um, Domino's or Pizza Hut, Domino's is offering a a pizza based on a TikTok star, angry reactions. Who's like one of the coolest TikTok stars there are, but that's how far TikTok can take you in this world that you get a fucking pizza named after you at a major chain. So um, I should probably get on that. But anyways, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, go watch Halloween kills. Uh, let us know what you think. Argue with us. Uh, send hate mail to me. I love hate mail because I love any attention. So thank you so much for uh, being a, uh, being part of this with us. And we will talk to you next week. Remember, Start some fires and break some glass. Peace out.